Hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time y'all listening to this, and wherever and however y'all listening to this, thank you all for tuning in once again to the show, Last Word Productions Podcast. As you all know by now, I am your host, Tavares Wilson, and I always get the last word. It's a bit more news in, in the sports world today. It's a lot more things going on in the NFL and the NBA, so it's more things I can indulge in and dive into and speak on. Now that I did in my later, my latest podcast, I should say, it wasn't too much to talk about being a fact that sports are still coming back, but it's some interesting stories and topics going around right now that's just really sparking up their respective leagues, man, and it's honestly going to make it, now I want to say an uproar, but it's going to be a turning out of a lot of people and a lot of fans and players specifically. So we're gonna we're here to discuss it, man. And I'ma just jump right into everything that's going on in the NBA restart right now in the bubble. And as a, many people assumed and would have you know guessed that there has been troublesome events as we all have heard by now, Lou Williams will be suspended or he'll be forced to quarantine the first two games of the regular season after his incident of attending a nightclub or women's a gentleman's club, I'm sorry. After he reportedly he said he wanted to get only was there for wings, but he ended up taking a photo. It basically exposed him for being someone he wasn't supposed to be because, you know, they're supposed to only be outside of the bubble of Authority, if they have the authority to, or they have permission to, I should say, and he only had permission to leave to go check on personal issues with regards to his family. He didn't have any reason to be at the gentleman's club that he was at. Regardless of his reasoning, he's receiving the punishment for disobeying the rules of the bubble, and also. The Clippers are without Montrezl Harrell and Patrick Beverly as of now. And as far as I know, I'm not fully sure when they are coming back. And it doesn't look like, I honestly, they're going to come back anytime soon. Because even if they choose to come back, say they're, say they're informed the Clippers that they're going to come back you know, as soon as they can. They still have to wait. I believe it's a week or 10 days period for self-quarantine before they can re-enter the bubble and they have to pass another test. Excuse me. They have to pass another test for COVID-19. That's just a lot, man. I mean, in that time span, you easily miss two or three games, easily. So it can be very impactful when they're seeding it may not be because for home advantage necessarily, but it still is important and key to who you see your first round in the playoffs. This, regardless, they're going to be a playoff team. No one's doubting that. They're not just going to lose and you know fall all the way to the AC and be forced to play the Lakers or something like that. But they're going to be in the playoff race, you know, they're not going to just drastically fall, but they can easily fall from the second to the fourth or fifth seed with how competitive and close the West records are right as of current. And it it wouldn't be a complete shock to me because 
they're handicapped right now. They're missing their best two role players easily in Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. And they're missing one of their, their, that vocal lead on their team and that guy who is one of their grit, you know, not scared to get his hands dirty. He brings his lunchbox and pale every day guy in Patrick Beverly. You know, so those are three guys that are monumental to what this club wants to do. They're huge. I mean, they, they have the depth to, you know, to sustain success and also to play well without those guys. They have the depth to do it. But, man, you would rather Lou Williams on the floor than, than Shamit. You would rather Patrick Beverly as a starting point guard than Reggie Jackson. You'd rather Montrez Harrell being your big off the bench than Joe Kim Noah as of now because Montrez is a guy who's giving you almost 20 a game, such as Luke. Joe Kim hasn't played in about a year now since his last time in the, with the Knicks. And he's he's been with the Clippers for some time, but he hasn't really got his feet wet with them because of everything that has happened due to this pandemic. But, I mean, it's just some things that, you know, you have to go through as a player. And I'm sure they all understand that they're all professionals. But it's going to be a tall task for them, for sure. Both LA teams are dealing with injuries or, well, not injuries, but, you know, missing key players and that play significant roles on their rosters. Roger Rondo is still, he'll be out a couple weeks still for the Lakers. And, man, regardless of what anyone says, man, I love J.R. Smith. I do. I think he's a good player. I think he gets entirely too much hate sometimes, even though he did have a blunder of a moment in the finals. But he's always been a good, reliable player in terms of you know what he's going to bring to you. He's going to bring a threat from deep and he's going to play both ends. He may not do it as you know as some of the best elite defenders in the league or even the good defenders in the league, but He's going to give you that effort on both ends, and a lot of players don't do that, especially at his age. So for him to do that for you and give you quality minutes, I think is huge. But with all that being said, man, the Lakers are going to miss Avery Bradley, man. Like, a guy of his caliber who was able to check someone full court and, you know, still give you that 8, 10 points a game, that's a... That's a role player that every team will ask for because that's something you will want out of any reliable, you know, fourth option as a scorer. And and to be able to check the best perimeter scorer on the team, man, that, that's irreplaceable. People may not realize it, and his numbers may not reflect on his impact on the team, but that's, it's irreplaceable, trust me. That's something that a lot of basketball players and a lot of NBA coaches executives can speak on that that is something that's really big in the league but as far as that goes it's I mean it's a lot of teams in the bubble that has a chance to upset a lot of other teams I think Houston has a chance to upset someone I think the Nuggets with Bobo how he's playing man, like how he's looking at his young career thus far these young guys, man, I'm telling you, Zion, Bobo, Ja Morant, like, these young guys looking good. The, the future looks bright for the NBA, man. Like, it looks real bright. I know a lot of people are 
going to stop watching ultimately when a lot of guys they grow up on retire, like a LeBron James or like <clears throat> a Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo, you know, these guys, they're, they're, you know, they're not ageless. They're going to lead the game within the next two to three years, maybe. So you could, I can definitely see a lot of guys who would stop tuning in because of certain players, but man, it's a lot of talent in the league, man. I can't sit here and say that I'm going to personally just give up on basketball altogether because this player doesn't play anymore. I may, I may not enjoy it as much at first because I'm so used to seeing that player play, but I'm definitely going to stay tune in. So it's without question for me. And as far as the future goes for the NBA in terms of they're still possibly considering playing in the bubble again the following season after this I'm going to just be upfront with you guys I think it's an absolutely horrible idea man I think it's absolutely terrible because it's already hard enough to be away from your family for two to three months now you're going to ask guys to do it for almost a year that to me, that's virtually impossible to even ask someone to commit to that type of, you know, situation. Because, for one, they're not playing without fans. That's huge. A lot of players have expressed their disconcerns about it. I'm not sure if you guys seen it, but Danny Green for the L.A. Lakers, the shooter guard, definitely expressed his concerns about it. And he said himself that, you know, basically it is different and you know, it isn't the same energy, isn't the same excitement walking into an arena filled with people. You know, he was trying to look on the brighter side of things, saying that, you know, it's less chance of getting affected. You know, it's something that you don't see every day, you know, with the virtual fans that they have attending the games and stuff like that, which I think was real needing them to do, but it's, it's still just not the same. And to have guys to not only play without fans, but to also be without their family for almost a year. I, I just think that's too much to ask of as a player, from a player, excuse me. I don't think it would be fair to them at all. I, I honestly think it would, it's something that they should avoid as much as they can for being an alternative to anything for the next season. Because honestly, man, I just think it's a, it's a horrible idea. I, I truly do. And I just don't know if it's going to work out in their favor like I didn't think it will. I think a lot more big-name players will not be attending because it's, it's, you're having trouble right now with a lot of guys in a bubble right now. It may not be cases on top of cases, but it's, it's happening. You know, these guys, you're talking about cooping up millionaires for a year from their families, from... Literally what they signed up for is for to entertain and to enjoy this game. It's hard to enjoy something when half of it is literally stripped away from you. I mean, I know that they all want to get through the season and finish this season, but I just don't see them wanting to do this for an entire season next next year. Like it's to me that's just unrealistic. But we're going to get over to the NFL news. I will be speaking on this a bit more because it is a bit concerning. 
with what's going on currently with a lot of these players opting out to sit out the coming season. If you don't know, the NFL gave players the choice between if they would elect to play this coming season or not. But the kicker is they would lose a large percent of their income that they're supposed to receive for this season. So, of course, a lot of players don't want to hurt their own pockets by not simply playing. But a lot of other players, you know, they're going to say, you know what, it's bigger than money. My health comes first before anything. So I'm not going to play. And it's the past, I would say, couple past week, the past couple of days, you've seen a lot of names just pop out. A lot of big names, too. You guys like Patrick Chung, Dante Hightower, Damian Williams. Like, it's guys who are proven winners on proven winning teams, veteran players, and, you know, they're saying that they're they're not going to participate this coming season. And it's, it's honestly astonishing to see how many people have already opted out of playing this coming year. And, and honestly, it's not looking good for NFL, man. It's the more and more each player comes out and chooses not to play, the more it's looking like yeah, either one, the season will be pushed back, or two, there won't be a season. And nobody wants that, man. Like, let's just be honest. Nobody does not want to see football. Like, football is the greatest sport on earth. <laughs> so we want to see these guys play. We want to, you know, tune in on Sundays and Mondays and see them playing the game that they love to play and see the game we love to watch. But these players' health are first and foremost before anything. So I I truly understand if they want to sit out this season due to the fact that the NFL is showing a lack of accountability in terms of them addressing how they should approach this issue, this pandemic and concerns. Stopping jersey swaps, man, is not going to do anything for nobody. I mean, guys are going out, going out there for three and a half hours, and you know, coming in contact with each other literally every play. So stopping jersey swaps is literally going to do absolutely nothing for no one. It doesn't make sense at all. So they just need to show these players that their health comes first before anything, which I thought they did with giving them the option to opt out of playing or not. So I don't feel as if that's a bad idea, in a sense. I just feel as if the players are more concerned about, you know, what are you doing to make sure so-and-so doesn't happen or what are you doing to make sure that I go home to my family and they don't have to worry about me being affected or anything like that, you know, to that stretch. And to me, I think the best that NFL can do is simply ensure their players that they're doing the best that they, that they can. I just don't feel as if the players believe they're truly doing the best that they can as of now, which isn't hard to believe, honestly, in terms of the NFL, because let's be honest, man, they're just not well ran right now to the point 
And what I mean by that, what I'm saying is they're not ran to the point where people are 100% behind them. They've had their troubles over the years, especially with players and owners. So there's a lot of tension there already. So with everything going on, there's going to be more growing tension. But hopefully there's a season, man. And hopefully there's something that we can look forward to in the near couple months. Maybe a month or two. I just don't want it to be more bad news. I can't, I don't know if I could go in another couple months man, without a, a major sport that I enjoy watching. It took a long time for basketball to come back. So it's going to be hard with our football, man. They do opt out and not have a season or to delay it. I mean, which, again, I would completely understand. But do I want that to be the case? No, of course not. But I don't know, y'all. I just I just think with everything still going on, it's so much that can be done that, that this will prevent a lot of a lot of fans attending games. Probably for the next couple couple seasons. Not that I'm saying it's gonna be excuse me, let me word that differently. The next two seasons. That's what I mean by couple. I'm sorry. But I can definitely see that being the case. Do I want that to be the case? No, I do not. But the way it's going, man, the way the NBA is speaking on possibly painting a bubble again next season and the way that <clears throat> the NFL players are often not to not play and no fans attend. I mean, it's, it's it's not looking too hot, man. It's, it's just not. And it's, like I said, it's heartbreaking because this is a game we all enjoy watching. But thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure you leave a follow on my Instagram at Last Word Productions. Last Word Productions on Facebook as well and on YouTube. Be sure to like, comment, and again, please subscribe, and I'll see y'all in the next one.